streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I'm Jamison Brown. And I'm Victoria. Oh, oh my God, Vicky I has left. I didn't know which one to go with today. <laughs> she has exited the building and we couldn't be happier. <laughs> <laughs> I feel more formal. You don't like the nickname, man. All of our bets think- just went out the window, so... Uh, <laughs> They're oh, hanging, on, hanging on those words. <laughs> we'll give you a good nickname. We'll give you a better nickname. Okay. I thought that once in seventh grade, I'd feel like I'd be like, like do, doing myself wrong if I gave it up. <laughs> you, you can keep it then. We'll just, we'll just uh, give you a face when you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, nicknames aside, we have an awesome show for you today. We are going to break down. You know, all the stuff that celebs have been doing in quarantine, as we've said every week, they can't stop putting their foot in their mouth and messing everything up. So we've got a lot there. Uh, And then we're going to break down what in the world is going down with Julianne Hough and her husband, Brooks Lake, which is the very, very difficult name to say. So I apologize for spitting on the microphone when I say it. Um, (laughs) there's, There's a lot going on there. So we'll get into that. Uh, I have a conspiracy theory about keeping up with the Kardashians and yes. they are trying to get us to think. So we'll pull back the veil there for a second. And then we're going to break down the second episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because as I mentioned last week, the ladies are back and we are stoked to see them in full form. So guys, let's first do like a vibe check in coronavirus town with all the celebs. Um, has there been anything this week that has particularly struck you as like a moment of inspiration in these dire times? I love a moment of inspiration. Ooh, inspiration? Uh, that's tough. It's a that's uh, a strong I'm, word. I, uh, I'm I'm curious though right now w- with celebrities because we're starting to see them like out and about more, and so yeah. <laughs> that's uh, you know not to go the opposite route, but I feel like that's a little bit concerning um, <laughs> that you know because there's these various paparazzi shots and they're just out and about kind of doing normal thing or semi-normal things. So I'm a little curious about that. (laughs) Yeah. I've been seeing very inconsistent mask usage in paparazzi photos recently. And I'm like, are we, are you wearing them or are you not? Yeah. What my favorite is, is uh, mama June. I don't even know where she's at. They denied staying in a hotel and it looks like she's in a hotel. Um, Mm. I love okay so the other day she was wearing a face mask on the beach and then wearing a face mask in the gym and she was talking about the importance of working out even though we're we're so stagnant right now because most of us are just sitting she was talking about the importance of it but a few weeks prior she was caught just holding like massive amounts of zebra cakes honey buns twinkies which listen I have nothing against that I just find it all about balance (laughs) <laughs> it's all about moderation, right. I guess, right there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat cakes and then go to the gym. Or just yes. cakes if you're like me in quarantine. <laughs> Slowly that does work. My couch. Um, <sighs> I have been particularly fascinated by the new paparazzi pictures of Kylie Jenner that emerged in which she looks like a, a normal, normal human woman. No way. 
She looks like her, but she looks like what the pictures of her as a little girl would have grown into had she not injected herself with like every kind of filler under the sun. And honestly, the only thing that's different is she has plumpier lips in the photo, but like literally everything else aside, she looks exactly like the Kylie Jenner did back, you know, the memes that are like, when you don't have money versus when you have money. (laughs) Yeah. You're not, (laughs) you're just poor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That one. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it was, I, I enjoyed it though. I was like, oh my God, you just made me feel better. You know what I mean? Well, and it's, it's good to see her look like that because, and there's been a lot of people like kind of poking fun at it, but it's actually kind of nice to see her return to what she would look like, uh, whether that's quarantine forced or not, uh, because maybe she couldn't get, the necessary nips and tucks and little things she used to get done. Although she's rich enough, she could probably get anything. Yeah, she could find a way. Um, but it was it's nice to see her look like a human being. She has been getting a lot of criticism though for what she typically looks like on social media, kind of renewed. She's been accused time and time again of blackfishing, which is basically where she portrays herself kind of as a person of color on Instagram and social media, despite being very white. So she's been accused of that a million times. And now, and people have been like, well, no, that's just how she looks like. She's older. She's like Armenian. She's not. Um, her sisters are. She's not. Um, <laughs> and so there's been a lot of back and forth with that. And then these pictures come out where she is very clearly like a pale white woman. And that criticism has gotten new life and, and really has come to the forefront of it. So she she's just happy grabbing snacks and and barefoot which was troubling too why was she not wearing any shoes yeah okay but, that was my big hold up is like all of it like i actually just kind of cool to see this like there's a sense of transparency that i like about it with with seeing this but the feet the bare feet uh it like stressed me out when i saw it i was like why <laughs> you know at the least maybe socks or sandals uh the bare mm-hmm. feet was i don't know stressful and yeah, probably that driveway looked too clean that's a nice I, driveway that she was on. That's too clean. But I, I like that you said that it was stressful because that that really perfectly encapsulates how I felt about it. I was very stressed out by that because regardless of where you're going, you should be wearing shoes. Shoes, yes. And then socks as well, maybe. You're right. I, don't know. I, I was like scanning. I'm like scanning the picture and like looking in and it's like, oh my gosh, like no socks and shoes. So. <laughs> That's what struck me too. I was like, even if I'm just getting in the car to get like drive through and, and going back home, I'm wearing shoes because it's nasty outside. Like so bizarre. Maybe so she wanted to be one with the earth. <laughs> well, that is a thing, isn't it? It's called grounding. Yeah, where people it's called grounding. Outside. She yeah, wanted to ground it. Less. She was grounding herself in every way possible. She wasn't wearing makeup. She wasn't wearing socks, no shoes. She had all the snacks in hand. She did choose some good snacks. They were Lay's, um, although I believe they were lightly salted, which is a mistake because you should no, choose salt and vinegar. salted ones. Salt and vinegar. Oh, and vinegar. okay. I just saw half of the word salt and I was like, mm. down with, down with anything vinegar. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I could, I could mess up a bag of salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, down with vinegar. Oh, down. Yes. Oh, boo. Down. It's a boo. What? Thumbs down. No vinegar. Can't stand it. Oh well it's, in, well, it's interesting how this podcast only has two co-hosts now. Um, <laughs> 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 I cannot I believe that. That's a hot take. That's maybe the hottest. I know. I, it's I, that is such a hot take. I, I I'm a barbecue all the way. Uh, you know, uh, sour cream and onion, love it. <gasps> I, I, yes. All the other stuff, but for some reason, uh, vinegar flavor is just like one of those things I just can't. 
I can't do. I can't. I but you can't. have to get the right brand of like salt and vinegar because some of them are just like too vinegary and then some of them are just like just nicely flavored. If it's vinegar, it's the wrong brand. Oh, God. You could pour <laughs> vinegar in my mouth and I would be like yes. thrilled with it. So <laughs> yeah. Know. Put it on fries and shake it in a bag. Do that, Anna. It's so good on oh, fries. Yes. Um, oh, that is my, my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson's going to puke. Oh. <laughs> we just got a, a message from our uh, producer, Richard, who says, yeah. <laughs> Jameson, you go. What? See, there we go. Richard okay. doesn't like anything, though. There's Richard support. doesn't like now, anything. Yeah, now it's Fine. 2v2. Fine. Okay, I'm okay with that. Thank you, Richard. Okay. Now that we've evened things out, uh, another interesting uh, coronavirus little tidbit this week was Kelly Dodd of Real Housewives of Orange County uh, called coronavirus, quote, God's way of thinning the herd after being called out for flying back and forth between New York and LA because she was in New York visiting her fiance, uh, Rick Leventhal, uh, like the Fox News anchor. Um, So people were calling her out saying that she should not be flying right now, which is true. And uh, she said that basically the virus was not a big deal and was God's way of thinning the herd. Obviously, that's offensive and incorrect. So um, she later walked that back with an apology. And the reason this is so notable to me is because this is the least apologetic apology I've ever heard in my entire life. I read through it probably three or four times and was like, I don't, she wrote this in the cadence of an apology, but never said she was sorry. Um, Just a quick excerpt of it. She goes, what I meant was, do these pandemics help happen because it's God's way? I'm not God. I'm not insensitive. I feel bad for all the families that lost loved ones, and I do think we should all stay home and protect everyone. That's not what I want, and I want to apologize to anyone who got offended, okay? <laughs> and then she, <laughs> she ended it, okay? I'm yeah, not, yeah, okay. I'm not sh- wait There's a second. A more, but- I'm not sure I've heard any apology. Right? Everyone right? was kind of couching it as an apology, but she just was like, do I know? If it's God's way of thinning the herd, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's like not. a, it's like a, it's like a response. It's like a bunch of misdirection, and then it ends. <laughs> yes. All right. How many times though? Like, okay, I'm going to go a little off course just for a second. Celebrity apologies, in and of itself, how many do you really think are like super genuine? Because like, it always takes them saying oh, something none. for them to just be like, like you know, their PR team is like, hey. Time to apologize. <laughs> like, oh, it's, yeah. I'm going to get I'd everything s- back on track. Yeah, I'd say probably 0.01% are, like, actually real. Like, I'm no. kind of waiting for the one celebrity. I mean, like, I'm not saying that I want people to, like, be offensive and, like, and hurt people's feelings. But, like, I almost at this point, like, dare I say, I, I would rather have an apology that's genuine than PR run. Oh, well, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I don't want a bad apology. I don't think anyone does. But but that's uh, what I'm saying. Is it is it even worth to apologize if you're not even really apologizing? Like, would we still hate them as much? Or, like, would people who are offended still hate them as much? Or could we all move on? Or Well, I don't think it's – I think now it's it's so saturated, it's hard to tell, right? So, like, even if a, even if a celebrity came out and said and, – and they might be genuine. And, and sometimes it can – you know, cut through and like, and get to people, but it's, it's so many people now are like, Oh, another celebrity apology. Like we don't buy it, whatever. So it might get unfortunately written off. That's true. But I also feel like just from like a business standpoint, if you say something horrible and then legitimately never apologize for it, then there's no way for people to bring you back into the fold. Like, yeah, if you say something horrible and apologize for it, people can still book you for shows. They can book you for interviews and be like, well, they apologized. You know, they really took that to heart, regardless of how sincere it is. Even if the mm-hmm. person who's booking you doesn't feel like it was insincere, they have 
that little box checked so that you can move on with your career. If you don't apologize at all, then you get kind of written off and, and that yeah. becomes a problem. No, that's true. So, yep. Yeah. I, I, but yes, you're right. I mean, they're all 90% of celebrity apologies are written <laughs> by some frantic PR intern. who's like messaging <laughs> the notes app being like, please copy and paste and tweet. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Make me look good, please. Please. <laughs> My job depends on this. Yes. Uh, so moving on a little bit to it's quarantine, quarantine drama. Just in case you were wondering if there could be relationship drama mid-quarantine. Oh, yes, there can be. Thank you, Julianne Huff and Brooks Blake. <sighs> what is so going hard on with this couple? Right. I mean, I think we've talked about them a little bit before. Been months and months and months of saying that their marriage is on the rocks. No, it isn't. They're back together. No, they're not. Um, so we've already been through all of that. And then quarantine hits and they are not quarantining together at all. She's in LA and he's in Idaho, which is the most random state to uh, be quarantining in if you're not from Idaho. Yeah. Um, so he's out at a cabin that he owns with their dog, Coda, or Co- Coda, Coda something. I thought I wrote it mm-hmm. down. It's something with a K and something that fits with the Husky, which is what it is. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, she is in LA. She was spotted out and about with Narnia actor Ben Barnes, which like, it's kind of tough whenever the last thing we have to tie you to is the Chronicles of Narnia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I, I loved that book series that. growing up. <laughs> I mean, I love the book series and I love the movies. I was just 11 when they came out. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. Um, so she is spotted out with him, but he has not been super present in the rest of her social media, which like tisk tisk social distancing, but also what is he doing there? Are, are they friends? Well, and now this makes me wonder too, because I've been watching a lot of his stories and there was one story that he put out I forget if he put it like on his Instagram account or it was on his story I'd have to like look it up to see if it was on his his uh profile but there he was making something I guess he was making something that he grew up with but there was chopped vegetables everywhere and somebody was holding the camera and the person laughing behind the camera was a girl so I just Mm -hmm. assumed that you know it was Julianne and maybe she traveled to go see him. I don't know. But now this makes me question even more. Like, okay, she's hanging out with Narnia, dude. He's over here making home videos about cooking. And there's some chick laughing behind, you know, which, I mean, it could be. Does he have a sister? We have to bring in the laugh analysis. <laughs> <laughs> we'll draw some, some uh, what are those? The voice waves that show up in the recorder. And we'll compare oh, yeah. them out. Yeah. And we'll determine if it is her. <laughs> Yes, is this her? Put our detective hats on and try to figure out. Well, and it's so weird too because Brooks was explaining, he said that he was going to explain why he is in Idaho quarantining. And we were all like, yeah, like rubbing our fingers together, like, ooh, what's happening? Um, and then he basically just gave a really long explanation about how he's hanging out with his dog and he's had this cabin in Idaho for a while and really wanted to spend more time there. And we're all like, but that doesn't explain why you're there alone and why your wife is in LA. That's what we care about. We don't care why you're in Idaho specifically. And one source came out and told one outlet that um, allegedly the couple liked to spend time apart. Like even in their happier days, they spent time apart because that's, that's how they like to do things. But then another source is saying, no, we all know something is up. We just don't know what is up yet. 
You know, we know those really happy married couples that like to stay apart for an indefinite <laughs> period of government mandated apart time. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't I mean, line up to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you do you in your own relationship, but like if we're all being forced to stay apart and not travel for God knows how long, one imagines you would want to do it with um, someone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not married. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they need to come out and give all the details of like their troubles and what they're dealing with, but a nice statement from one of them being like, listen, like we're working on things. We kind of hit a rough patch. Like, you know, a lot of married couples do, and we're just spending some time apart and we're working things out. Yeah. I would be it. in total favor of them remaining mum about it because it's none of our business, except for the fact that they're posting cryptic stuff about it all the time. And they're always, these yes. that's what's, that's where it becomes different is when yes. if, if, if they want to, you know, totally respect the privacy and, and, and that should always be option one. But if it's like, manipulated where those posts, like everything's cryptic posts and all that stuff. And it's, you know, you know what I mean? Then I don't feel the same. Yeah. It's the equivalent of the person who back in like 2010 would post on Facebook really bad day. And then when someone would say, Oh, are you okay? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. (laughs) That's how I feel about them. Who knows? Who knows? We'll keep you guys updated on that. Let's go to a break really quickly and then we'll come back with uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So a nice solid chunk of reality TV. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire now streaming on Paramount Plus. All right, we are back and we are diving into keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, this this week it was not Kim and Courtney fighting, at least, because I'm over Thank that. God. Um specifically. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was a good episode, actually. I liked it. Scott Disick is coming back. <laughs> oh, he's so good. He's so funny. He's the best mm-hmm. part of that show. Uh, but yeah. what I'm particularly interested in is what I feel like keeping up with the Kardashians is trying to get us to think about Tristan Thompson. Um we all, we all know him from cheating on Khloe Kardashian while she was pregnant and then after she was pregnant. And now he's back this season and they're painting him as a really good dad, great co-parenter, nice guy. And dropping every once in a while a hint or two about how maybe True wants a sibling. And mm-hmm. he would just be like a sperm donor or something like that. They are trying to manipulate us into being okay when at the end of the season, Chloe and Tristan announced they're back together. I guarantee it. I, I thought the same thing. I'm glad you brought that up because when I watched this episode, I was like, I feel like I'm being groomed to accept this man who has not only cheated on her once, but twice and the second at time least- being with a very close family friend. Like, and then she's talking about like, and her mom is so open to being like, so Chloe, do you want more kids? And she's like, yeah, well, I guess I'll just, you know, steal some sperm or something and maybe freeze my eggs and we'll decide on down the road. But it's just like, I I don't know. I mean, listen, it's their life. They can do what they want. You know, I think she's doing this maybe because she doesn't want to have to like come out and defend why she's maybe going to go back to him. 
I don't know. I just, yeah, I thought the same thing. This is her visual essay on why we got back together. And I'm fine. I let yet again, do whatever you want. It sounds like a bad choice, but it's not my choice. Uh, What I don't appreciate is basically being gaslit into. No, right. That's ridiculous that I think groom was a good word. Like it's, you know, that people are being groomed that way. That's awful. (laughs) Right. It's like, wait, we everything that we've seen last season and just in general of this guy shows that he is a skis ball. Remember that he also has a son with another woman that we never hear anything about. And he left her like so abruptly to go be with Chloe. Like dude was chasing a little bit of fame. Let's be honest. And the timeline. Well, yeah. And like last season, I mean, they blurred his face out, you know, and they were so just like, I feel like he was written off. And now they're just like welcoming him back, which listen, if there's anything we know about the Kardashian family, you know, they don't do the whole like written thing. Once they're split from a baby daddy, like they, they just kind of like handle it as they go. And I respect that about them, but I feel like this whole Tristan, I don't know, compared to so many other relationships that the other girls have been in. I just feel like we're seeing another, I don't want to put Scott, in there, but I feel like Courtney did the same thing with Scott. We would like try and paint Scott as like this good guy that was always sorry. And then they'd get back together and then he'd mess up again and then be like, no, but he's a good guy, <laughs> you know? But I mean, yeah. now we all love Scott. So, right. But it's like, and now we all love Scott. Uh, yes. Like the power uh. of TV, all the things that we watched him do, we're like, we love him. He's the best part of a TV show. And mm-hmm. it feels like that's what they're trying to do with Tristan too. Despite the fact that we, it seems like kind of one of the most egregious things you could do is to cheat on a pregnant woman and then cheat on a woman who just had your child. Um, yeah, and like days before giving birth to your child, you're going to go and before, cheat on her. Like, like that's pretty unforgivable, man. I really, yeah. you're going to have to do a hell of a PR campaign to get me back on board with that relationship because that seems dead on arrival to me. Yeah. And I like Chloe. Like I trying. really Yeah, I want to back her. I really do. But I feel like if she gets back with Tristan after this, like at that point, it's just kind of like, okay, well, I can't feel sorry for you anymore after, you know, how many times? And so if he screws up again, like you don't have my sympathy. Like you literally chose to go back. And that's the thing too, is that I like Chloe so much. She's my favorite of the Kardashians. Same. That she doesn't deserve someone who's a monster. Like if, if she was also a monster and she was doing this, I'd be like, whatever you two, like take each other off the market. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <see? laughs> but <laughs> with her, she seems like such a sweet person who is genuinely kind of, I don't know if manipulated is the right word, but e- easily convinced to doing like the right thing for her child instead of standing up for herself and doing the right thing for her. So I feel like him being like, I'm a really good co-parent. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, you're being crazy about me taking the baby. I'm a good dad. It's like, I have no evidence that you're a good dad, sir. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. So it, it's the same thing. It's, it's. Um, I agree with you. I think that testing. we, yeah, I think by the end of the season, we're going to see a different relationship emerge mm-hmm. from all of this. We, and there are, we hear reports back and forth about whether or not they're quarantining together, which means nothing because they have a kid together but like mm-hmm. i don't know it's more <laughs> i'm concerned it's the whoopi goldberg girl you're in danger uh ghost gif all over again <laughs> 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 uh and then let's let's uh tackle my 
the, the reality TV show that is making me feel good while keeping up with the Kardashians is making me feel very sad and wary. Uh, <laughs> Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is back and making me feel all the joy. I know I talked last week just briefly about my pop culture pick about how they were back and the new additions were amazing. But I, after watching season two, I was like, we have to talk about this a little bit in depth. The new season is brings with it uh, Garcelle Beauvais and uh, Sutton... I don't know. She didn't make full housewife. She's just got a friend of, so she gets to be known by her first name. Sutton. Um, oh, yes. I mean, Only the first apparently, name. so apparently they recorded with her and then um, reportedly her ex like nixed all of the, having their kids on, on film. So they were like, listen, we don't really have enough footage for you to be a full housewife. We don't have any solo stuff for you. So that's a, reportedly why she didn't get a diamond, but I'm loving the energy she's bringing. Like right off the bat, she comes in, no one knows who she is. None of the viewers do. And she's immediately like dragging everyone for what they're wearing. Like Teddy is wearing a black romper and she's like, yeah, that's so creative. So thrilling to watch you come to fashion week in a black romper. (laughs) And then Garcelle is an absolute queen. She and Erica Jane are bonding, which is like the power duo that I never knew I needed. I, I'm just so thrilled with what they're bringing to the new season because the old seasons sucked. <laughs> Literally the way that you light up talking about real high housewives of anything, it just makes me truly happy deep down inside. <laughs> it really housewives. does. And it makes me even happier that you get to enjoy. This one's the housewives of Beverly Hills. Correct. Correct. See, I always liked them, but you did. The early seasons were good. And then for the last like three seasons, it's been absolute trash. Because mm. they had nothing. And, it's been and pretty boring. Have, it was so boring. We debated who <laughs> gave a, a puppy away and who'd sold a story about a puppy for like 20 episodes last season. I was <laughs> clawing at my own face trying to get <laughs> um, But this season, they've so, got a lot. Garcelle was talking about her divorce from Mike Nolan, who I didn't know this, but apparently back in the day, she found out he had been cheating on her. So she sent out an email with all of the cheating texts to his entire company. What? That's the ultimate move. Uh Whoa. Yeah. She said that and I was like, wow, I love you. You're going to be an excellent housewife because cameras weren't even on for that. that. (laughs) Yeah. That excites me. It excites me. Okay. So what kind of character do we think she's going to bring to the table though? I mean, she... Is she going to be the villain? No. So Denise Richards is going to be the villain this season. um, Because... Interesting. Well, it's perfect. Because last season, everyone was obsessed with her because she's so chill. She was wearing, like, jean cutoffs half the time. (laughs) It's like, we're in Beverly Hills. What are you doing? Um, (laughs) So she was so chill. Everyone was totally on her side. And then this year, the drama that allegedly went down that is going to be broadcast on screen was her affair alleged affair with Brandy Glanville. And um, so she stops filming with the women like two months later uh, than what we're watching right now. And we get a bunch of awesome footage of her like getting up and standing and yelling Bravo. Cause apparently if you yell Bravo, the camera's cut typically um, not in this situation. Ooh. So she's standing there. She's like, don't say a word. You're on camera to her husband. They're storming away. She sent someone an NDA. I am so thrilled. I can't wait to get to it, though, because this week she just got hernia surgery. And I'm like, okay, but when's she going to stop filming? When's she going to stop filming? <laughs> <laughs> she only got hernia surgery this week. Who cares? <laughs> I know. I know. But even that, like, 
that's not that interesting to me. I don't really care about someone yeah, getting hernia surgery, but they did show her on a bunch of drugs, which was very funny. So like, <laughs> if you're not going to bring me drama, bring me some humor. So I appreciated <laughs> that. And then that finally, Dorit and PK, who have been rumored for seasons to be like flat out broke. There are all these lawsuits and like, apparently they owe people a bunch of money. And for the past couple seasons, everyone's just been like, why are we not mentioning this? This is the most interesting thing that's happening. And no one is allowed to mention it. This episode, they finally brought it up and spent like 10 minutes dragging her. It was so funny. My question is, some of these housewives that are like allegedly broke, like how are they still managing their lifestyle if they're broke? And are we really broke if we're on national television? Like how much do these Uh, women get paid? That's uh, answer to that is uh, debt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They owe people like $6 million. Yeah. There's the answer to all of that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But the one. How the much one, do they get paid to be on the show? Do we know? Well, it depends. Um, it depends on who you are, basically. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much Dorit makes, but it was rumored that like Lisa Vanderpump made like 500k. Uh, so, oh my. You know, these people are making. They're making a lot of money. Um, yeah, they're making some good whenever cash. Whenever you're constantly getting sued, though, uh, that goes away. <laughs> Can't catch up. Yeah. <laughs> that interest will <doesn't> get you. <laughs> I mean, that seems like pocket change compared to, you know, if you're having to constantly go back to court and whatnot. I know, I know. And uh, the one thing that I thought was really interesting, though, is uh, Denise Richards, you know, she's dealing with Charlie Sheen drama pretty much all the time because he's a nightmare. And yep. um, <laughs> she, he said something horrible about her and was trying to take her to court to not pay child support, even though she was like, he never pays child support. So I don't really know <laughs> why he wants to reduce it. I haven't pressed him on this at all. But um, And if he doesn't have, if he does what? Right. <laughs> She's like, like how I much money are you literally wasting by trying to go to court to not pay child support if you haven't paid it in the first place? Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing for me, which makes me just wonder how like deep and dark her life is, because I can't imagine it's great. Uh, She's like, no, no, no. He does this like all the time. I'm not even going to hire a lawyer. (gasps) It'll just go away. And it was like, oh, no. How much does he threaten to do this to you? (laughs) I mean, it's it is Charlie Sheen. I mean, we let's all rewind to the to that like year, that year of winning when he like barricaded himself in that house with like two adult film stars and they just like basically did drugs for like months on end. (laughs) And and he was like communicating, it was like biodome. He was like communicating with the outside world. That was his trip down memory lane. (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot about that. that? Yeah. When was that? That was years ago at this point. What year was that? Yesterday. Oh gosh. I don't remember what year it was. I mean, it was kind of a while ago. It was. I definitely was. Uh, I think I was in college because we were hashtagging things winning at the point. <laughs> Very lame now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember. I just remember that first interview he did, where he was so just like coked up and cracked out of his mind. He yes, like, and he was just gross and pale and skinny and sweating and just so. Oh, it was you know. And then that's where like the winning, yeah. winning stuff came from. It just yeah. It, yeah. Well, that's yeah. why like when people are saying that Denise is, uh, you know, oh, don't go after Denise. It's like Denise can handle some stuff. She was yeah. married to the man and has since been not married to him and shares kids with him. Like uh, she can take a she can take a take a few housewife 
like drama. Easy, easy, line. no problem. She's fine. So I'm excited. It might to be why she's so casual with her her day to day wear. She's just like, I don't even care at this point. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> ran me through the ringer. I don't care. <laughs> I know. Oh god, her looks are so. She went to New York Fashion Week in like boot cut jeans. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> um, I can get down with that though. I would. That would be me. No, I mean everyone loved her. Um, yeah. And then we'll we'll see how that turns. So I, let's just keep an eye on Beverly Hills because it is super good, and uh, I think you guys should watch it. It's a it's a good starting point again because we've got some new characters. I'll be on it. We'll have something to talk about next week for sure. All right, all right. Uh, what are you guys thinking about pop culture picks of the week as we wrap up? Anything that hit you? So I got a I've got a anti pop culture pick. Oh of the no. Week. And Anna, you're going to hate me for this, but, um, <laughs> so watched or, or tried to watch too hot to handle. Um, it was awful. Oh, I <laughs> to because I ended up agreeing with, you at the end. with me or I, with I, the, you like the show. No, I ended up agreeing with you by the end. I really did. Uh, yeah. I liked it, the first like three episodes and then the rest of it was downhill for me. It just, you know, I don't know. It, it just wasn't uh, love is blind. Just hit such the, it hit at the right time. It was like the, the thing my wife and I were talking about, it was like the perfect balance of this stuff mm-hmm. in terms of what it dealt with on the show. And I felt like this one tried to like just double down so hard on all of those things. It just got ridiculous. And we were like, all right, done. <laughs> now I, I will agree with you there because first of all, the narrator talked way too, way much. too much. Yes. Like, wait, I, this is not your own state. Like I liked her in general and it's obviously not her fault, but she had to talk so much, but there was too much narrator. Uh, <laughs> and once they got past making fun of the people for being so stupid, and we're taking them on like a weird spiritual journey. I was like, nah, pass, hard pass. I don't want to watch these people reform, nor do I believe that they're reforming. <laughs> so I, I still haven't gotten the nerve to watch it yet. I, I feel like I'm not enticed. I feel like love is blind. I'm right there. I'm just like, let me just stop it right there. Yeah, yeah watch the two. first three episodes and watch the girl admit that she doesn't know where Australia is. And then just like, <laughs> <laughs> then be done with it. <laughs> and then move on. Okay. Yeah. I can give you the first three episodes. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I think for me, I really liked seeing, uh, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle out and about in LA. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I'm really, I'm hoping like, just, I don't know if this is mean to hope, but I really want them to do like a tell all. Like I want them to like talk oh, yeah. about some stuff that goes on behind the scenes oh, that we don't know yeah. about. There, there, I would pay to see that too, but there's no chance that will happen with the Royal family. They will, no. that you, they've buried so, they, they've buried so many things over the years that we would yeah. just not even believe. And even we if they did do it, Diana, <laughs> I mean, I know, yeah. we, can we talk about what happened to your mom? But like, even if they did a tell all, it would be one that would be probably very surface level and yeah, you know, selective of what they say. Yeah. I, know. I have a I lot of just, celebrities though, where it's like, I wish I could just sit down with you and be like, listen, tell me and I won't tell anyone else. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I just want to know. Yes. I agree with that. Like for me, I don't know why, like I watch 
so many, like I'm a huge documentary buff. Like I will waste an entire like day on just watching back to back documentaries. And I, I watch so many Royal family documentaries and it's like, you can sit here and put your own pieces to the puzzle together. You can sit here and buy into conspiracies. You can sit here and like not buy into conspiracies, like whatever. But I feel like now that they've stepped out into like a quote unquote normal life and now they're just being like, Harry is like enjoying, like not having to like look pristine all day every day because he's been caught out with like sweatpants and a t-shirt and like a ball cap and I love seeing that side of him but I'm just I don't know I feel like maybe I'm also very interested to to see if if he's gonna like wake up in two years and be like "Mm, I miss just doing nothing (laughs) and having butlers and stuff whatever they're so rich they can do whatever they want they just don't have to do it in a suit anymore <laughs> like yeah if you like documentaries watch uh, mcmillions on hulu we'll- oh oh good jameson yeah. we could it's talk awesome. all days about yes that was a great documentary i loved yeah. that one it was really good that was good uh, so that's my pick of the week good okay uh i really like the one world at home concert i'll keep it brief Mm. uh that was so good uh gaga is a queen and i am now forgiving her for not releasing chromatica where's my merch gaga raised like a ton of money didn't it like 175 million dollars or something yeah yeah even more than that i think after okay with um i think people were donating afterwards as well but that was and i like that it was a it was a concert but, and it was kind of like a telethon, kind of, but they didn't ask him for money every three seconds. Like they do yeah. those things where it's like. They've got like the ticker uh, at the bottom, like give money. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. It felt very, it was very unifying in this time. There were a lot of people. Um, you got to see what people's houses looked like, which is kind of my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. The bed. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, respect. <laughs> yeah. It was really nice more, to kind of see. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nice to see not everyone up on a stage dressed to the nine, you know, everyone just kind of at home chilling, you know, that's more yeah, of a personal yeah. feel. More of a personal feel. Now we need to bring out Kylie Jenner. She can show off her original face and we'll just yes, Kylie it. Jenner, no makeup. <laughs> I wish she would. Like, no, thank God. I recognize you as a humanoid figure now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that is enough from us this week. Uh, don't forget to follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I'm at V. McGottamy. Drop us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, uh, and subscribe so you don't miss next week's show. All right, we'll see you guys. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.